Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs and a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. Happy Halloween season. We are super excited that it's October and we get to eat extra candy. So this week we are talking about, God, what did we talk about? We talked about Bruno Mars mostly. Yeah. So Bruno Mars is a Libra. That's what's important to me. A fashion icon, obviously an an amazing singer they just announced silk sonic just announced for bruno mars's birthday that they are going to release the silk sonic album on november 12th rather than waiting until uh 2022 which is super exciting that's coming right up that's in like a month so yeah um we're gonna have more things on Patreon. If you aren't on our Patreon or haven't even visited it, just so you know, there is a $2, $5, and I think $13 tier for people who want early access to episodes, if you want fun downloads, behind-the-scenes content, bonus episodes, and I'm going to be uploading gradually, and I'll let you know, but I'm going to be uploading gradually editing processes and behind the scenes stuff for making both podcasts and stop motions. So that top tier is really going to be for people who want to make their own podcasts or stop motions using some of the skills that we've sort of figured out through putting things together slowly over the last year and a half. So that's all on Patreon. We'd love it if you would at least take a look, see what's up. We also are, of course, on Instagram at Nurmer Nurmer, and all the links are in the link tree, which is linktr.ee slash Nurmer As a side note, if you have ever thought about making a podcast, just do it. It is so free and so easy at this point. I know the, the market's oversaturated, but just record your thoughts and put them out there. Like, let's take it out of the hands of people who can afford microphones and a whole setup. Just do it. I hope things are cooling off wherever you're listening and that summer is officially over for you so that you can get out there and carve pumpkins, drink some pumpkin spice lattes, go to Trader Joe's, get some pumpkin JoJo's, and yeah, keep tuning in here. We love to have you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that's it. I rue the day. <laughs> you rue the day? Mm. I don't. You know there's a Neville in Harry Potter in addition to a Neville in iCarly? Have you ever met a Neville? <laughs> no, but I've also never met a scooter. And there's a scooter in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And a scooter... Is scooter short for something? Scootithy? 
Scootward. Scootward. Scoot. Scoochaman. I wonder what that tacky website I was using for name popularity says about the name Neville. Oh, his name is Scott. That I. Scooter is Scott. Scott Samuel Scooter Braun. Scooter in quotes. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that choice. Can you imagine being forty and going by Scooter? Yeah, like there are some names that you don't that adults. I don't want to say that because I feel bad. You know, like if mm-hmm. someone goes by Timmy, they don't necessarily have to start going by Tim. Right. But I think it does reflect on their character if they keep going by Timmy. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're immature or no. weird. I'm not saying that. No. It just... Or, like, maybe I wouldn't be friends with them. I'm not saying that. Right. Let me pop in. Uh, the website's Poke My Name, by the way. That's disgusting. <laughs> What was I doing? Neville. Neville is um, the 1346th most popular name in the U.S., one below Deirdre and one above Leticia. I know so many Leticias. How many Deirdres do you know? At least one. Yeah. How many Nevilles? Maybe we're just not running in the Neville circles. Yeah, maybe it's... No, no, no. Midwest. Uh, Neville is used as a first name... 58% 58% of the time, and as a middle name, 42% of the time. I can see it as a middle name. I bet I know, like, someone who's... Alexis Neville. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I get... Mm. Welcome to this world. My baby, Alexis Neville Lopez. I could see it as, like, a nice, a cute little, like, gerbil name. I rue the day you didn't Put me on iCarly. <laughs> what does that have to do with any? Oh, how do you feel about the Lord album? <laughs> her new Lord, the new Lord album. Was the Rue the Day line in the no, older it's one? In her older one. Mm. It's in the liability one. But I do, yeah. But I do have a very strong feeling about her new album. What is it? It just sounds like she's doing Cheryl Crow covers. Wow. So I've never listened to Cheryl Crow, really. What is she saying? Uh. It's not. I wanna soak up the sun. Oh, good. She also, I mean, my one of, I think top ten greatest songs in the world, Picture. With Kid but, Rock. Yeah. Cheryl okay, Crow I do and know Kid that Rock. one. But that's not like the style. Like her "Soak Up the Sun," um, her cover of "First Cut" is the deepest. Mm-hmm. It's pretty popular. I'm a big Cheryl Crow fan. One time uh, at work, we put on a Cheryl Crow like essentials playlist, and, it was and like everyone only. else knew like her big hits, but I knew every song <laughs> that <laughs> came on. Looks like uh, Lord and Heim covered Cheryl Crow's "Strong Enough." I remember that. that. She knows. She knows. She knows about her. She's heard of Cheryl Crow. Oh, my favorite mistake. Uh, if it makes you happy. Oh, that's okay. a great song. That yeah, see that's that show up the sun. It's like Lord's trying to do that, but it's she still sings like Lord. Is it sad though? No. Oh, she's solar powered now. She's solar powered, but she still sings like Lord, which is kind of inherently sad sounding. Exactly. Or gothic. 
Emo. <laughs> no, I'm taking it too far. <laughs> I swear to God, if it tells me Lord is emo but Elliot Smith isn't, I'm gonna f sue this website. It's probably about time we sue the website. This is what, like, fourth episode that we've used it? <laughs> Lord is not an emo band. And then there's a meme with Lord that says, I'm kind of over getting told to. Okay, it's just her lyrics. <laughs> But she does say in her second album, on Melodrama, <clears throat> there's a song called Writer in the Dark, and she says, I bet you rue the day you kissed a writer in the dark in the chorus. Mm -hmm. But isn't rue the day just from Neville on iCarly? It makes me wonder if she actually read it in a book. <laughs> right, because rue's a word. Right. <laughs> But she must have read the same old-timey book that the writers of iCarly read. She's basically our age. Mm-hmm. See, but I don't know if they're watching iCarly in New Zealand, you know? I'm sorry, but I looked up Me Neville Rue the Day, and I got Neville Stories Wattpad. <gasps> Neville fanfiction? Uh-huh. Wow. Is there anything good? Uh, the first sentence is you, a 13-year-old girl. Okay, great start. <laughs> We're looking for a boyfriend. You asked your friends Carly and Sam for help, and they showed up. They showed multiple pictures of Neville. Oh my god, he's amazing. What? Wait, I found another one. A sexy mastermind Neville Paperman always hated Freddie Benson. However, through a series of unexpected events, Neville and Freddie find themselves through each other, and together they create a tale of love, lust, and a bit of a tapenade. <laughs> It's a really good tagline. <laughs> Was there any of Neville and Neville from Harry Potter? They're spelled differently, so let me see it. Neville. How is it spelled different? Yeah, there's two spellings of Neville. I just found out myself. Neville Papperman is what? N-E-V-E-L. Uh, Neville Longbottom is his name. Is N-E-V-I-L-L-E. -L -L -E. I'm sorry, his name is Longbottom and the other one is Papperman? So you get cursed with a bad last name. Why not go the extra mile and name your kid Neville? <laughs> I'm not getting any obvious fan fiction here. Believe me, I'm just as disappointed as you are. Neville Longbottom, since you haven't seen Harry Potter, is a total nerd. And he's kind of Neville Papperman-like in the first part of the series. But then once they all like grow up and they're adults, he has like the best glow up out of everyone. And everyone mm. thinks he's super hot. And he gets all masculine and, like, is killing shit in the last movie. Spoilers. Does, like, the actor just get really hot? Or yeah, I mean, the actor the just becomes, like, 20 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of happened to all the Harry Potters. Right. I don't think Neville Papperman had any similar glow-up. <laughs> I don't think he did. Wait, is he in the new one? I forget. I never watched past the first three episodes. Yeah, same. Okay, so, let me look at Bruno Mars's Wikipedia, see where to jump in. Peter Hernandez. Okay, how dare you call him by his baptismal <laughs> baptismal name? Peter Jean Hernandez. His birthday's on Friday. His birthday's today if you're listening today. to it when it comes out. October 8th. Libra King. <laughs> his brother is his drummer. They have sisters. Tiara, Tahiti, and Presley, and their cousin Jamie. They make up the music group called the Lilas. Uh, he's from Hawaii. He's been dating 
Jessica Caban since 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a contestant on Model Latina, where she was crowned the first ever Model Latina champion. She was born to Puerto Rican parents in New York City and raised in Spanish Harlem. Woo! So... You're obsessed. If I know anything... <laughs> it's that I gotta watch whatever she's doing. She's just a model. Yeah. That's fine. I'll follow her on everything. <laughs> she's probably gonna... Has some connection to the get down. She's probably already been in it and I didn't notice. There's a lot to follow in that. Excuse me. Somebody sued... Travi McCoy and Bruno Mars for billionaire? Really? Willful and intentional infringement of copyright. Oh, there's a producer who says he has exclusive rights to the song, but they say they have the rights to the song. The heck? Uptown Funk? They've been sued because of similarities with Oops Upside Your Head? I knew about that one. And they were sued by a different group who had a single called Funk You Up. I don't know. That's that's, that's just a play on words. People just name songs. Yeah. Uh, Treasure had to re-register with new writing credits because of similarities with Baby I'm Yours. Wow, Bruno Mars. Do you think... Why is this happening? Do you think he's not doing his homework? Or do you think that people want in on his money? Or both? I think that people want in on his money is definitely part of it. But... I think, like, the style of music he's doing is just... It uses a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of actually... As soon as I asked, I realized that every pop musician has that list of controversies. Yeah. (laughs) We just talked about it with Olivia Rodrigo. (laughs) And everybody hears it, so it's more likely to get noticed that somebody is... That it sounds similar. Exactly. As a small musician, they'll never hear it. Yeah. Which also plays into money. It makes more money. Right, because if they see that this song that they feel is similar to theirs or whatever. Mm -hmm. The song Treasure sounds like it was straight out of the 70s. I remember when I was on the radio, I was really shocked because I hadn't heard anything like that coming out new. Yeah. It sounded weird next to all the other songs. He, He started out, he says his career started out by being an Elvis impersonator. How does that work? So he said that he would, they would go to this like show every day or every week or something. Every hour. <laughs> With his family and he would like bug them and say like, I want to go on stage. And at the end of the show, they would let him go on stage and do an Elvis impersonation. Like stand up? Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually the place just gave him a spot and they would let him go up and sing every day like there was a, and they would say it was the youngest Elvis impersonator in the world she was a child sounds like Shia LaBeouf sorry <laughs> except he he wanted it Shia LaBeouf was sneaking out of the house to go do stand up uh true some kids just want it Jojo Siwa have you been seeing her she, dancing with the stars picks she's gotta win right she has enough fans that she could win. What is she, what is she calling herself? J Nation? Because her partner's name is Jenna something? I thought her... No, 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 not her girlfriend. Sorry. Her, oh, okay. her Dancing with the Stars partner. Yeah, the J Nation. Not Joe Generic with J's. Because her partner's named Jenna Johnson, which is perfect. That's really good, actually. Perfect. The videos are so cute. Sorry, now I'm on a JoJo Siwa tangent. But I, I was starting to think that she was only like 
It's refreshing to see her doing moves that aren't just JoJo Siwa dance moves. Yeah. Because she has, like, a really set base of dance moves that I was kind of getting tired of. But I'm also not a child. <laughs> I haven't seen any, like, videos or anything from Dancing with It's her really songs. sophisticated. It's really good. She's going to win. She has to, right? She has to win. I'm worried... I d- of after watching Dancing with the Stars, some of the critiques that she gets. You can't turn comments off when you're on TV. Yeah, no, I finally saw the um, like full list of everybody on the show. I kind of maybe recognized two names, but I wouldn't know who they were, and everybody else never heard of them. The only... I know Malora Hardin's on there. She <laughs> plays Jan on The Office, and that's why I know. Yeah, no. Jojo Siwa. Gotta she's, be Jojo Siwa. It's, she's gotta win. I heard that from one of the shows, the only critiques that the judges gave her were that basically she has to share the stage with her partner more because she was outshining, which is kind of like, it's Dancing with the Star. But also, that's why I was thinking of dancing or Dance Moms, because that was always her critique. Like, it's not about you, Jojo. But they- this... I. Isn't this supposed to be about her? They give that critique a lot on Drag Race, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, partner challenges when somebody's doing better. I think I get it from the critique perspective. um, But I also don't think that anyone should take it seriously. Yeah. If you're good at what you do. Then you're going to And you're in a competition show. Oh, yeah. So you started out as an Elvis impersonator and then... Was like started when he was older, was getting jobs being like a Michael Jackson impersonator and stuff. That makes a lot more sense to me. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I could see him doing a good Elvis. I can't stop picturing stand up. Why is that? <laughs> do you know who Elvis is? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Also, Elvis impersonators are everywhere. Michael Jackson impersonators. Wow. You have to have a special. You have to be good at it. Yeah. Elvis, you just gotta have a voice and have a low voice. Yeah, you gotta be funny. Move your hips. You gotta be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes a certain je ne sais quoi to be a Michael Jackson impersonator. Mm-hmm. Did Bruno Mars ever go to like an Elvis impersonator convention? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say school. <laughs> Everyone's like, um, the Elvis Michael Jackson's pay- convention's down the street. <laughs> All the Elvis impersonators are pissed. Like, you're kind of short to be Elvis. <laughs> he is. He's like, I'm a kid. <laughs> and then he didn't get taller. He didn't get taller. No. Nope. Just thrusting his hips too much. Did <laughs> so stunt your growth. <laughs> he moved to LA when he was 18. Wow. Just From like, Hawaii. Kicked it off. Wow, yeah, he didn't walk there. He didn't take the train. <laughs> what do you think he did? I think he flew. I think he flew. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess he could have, like, rode, but that'd be a long journey. <laughs> it would even be worth it. I don't even know if he boats. <laughs> he's probably done some boating. He's from an island. He's comfortable in the water, I'm sure. Sure. He moved to another place with a beach. Mm-hmm. Now he probably, like, owns part of the beach. Wow. Do you know how tall he is? 5'3". That was no. a guess. That's 5'5". Five, five. Okay. He and I would almost... He and I would be eye to eye. Yeah. Wow. So he's got to get those Versace shoes with the little heel. <laughs> People also search for Taylor Swift, 5'11". Over Allegedly. 
Cardi B, 5'3". The Weeknd, 5'8". I was thinking Cardi B, because he has that video with Cardi B. She's in the remix of Finesse. Wait, I think he has more than one song with Cardi B, right? I'm not sure. So he only has three albums. Mm-hmm. And he has no features until, like, remixes of the songs that he already has. Like, of people that come on his song? Yeah. Huh. It makes me think about, there's, um, in a Post Malone song featuring DaBaby, mm-hmm. there's a DaBaby line that's like, I went double platinum with no features just to show everybody I could do it, kind of. Bruno Mars did it, and he didn't even have to brag about it. Yeah. Bruno Mars, he was featured on Tongues and, like, had hits before he even had his first album. Yeah, he's one of those. Yeah. Also, Lil Nas X has still not... Oh, no, wait. He hasn't been featured. He's the opposite. Lil Nas X hasn't been featured on anything else? On anybody's songs. And people always ask him, and he's like, I haven't found the right one. I can't picture him. He's the main character, as it were. It would be weird. Yeah. I can't picture a bigger personality having him as the Robin to their Batman. Right. It would have to be, like, the only way I can imagine it working is someone who's already huge. Like, an old... (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) I was thinking Elton John. Okay, actually, yeah. (laughs) Do you hear Lil Nas X's cover of Jolene? Yeah. Dolly Parton was like, hell yeah. So good. It makes me think of when Miley Cyrus did the Jolene cover. Like, Mm -hmm. a long long time ago. She was like... It was when she had started, she had started acting out. It was probably like can't quotes. be tamed. And then she did that, and everyone was like, "Oh, good, she's still pure." <laughs> and then dropped, fucking twangers. Yeah. yeah, but Lil Nas X is like, I don't know. I think that's a funny song to for them to share. That he's like so controversial, and then, and then he... he's like Jolene. Also, Jolene, sung by a man, pretty good. Pretty good. I have mixed feelings on a whole as far as, like, cross-gender singing song covers. Uh-huh. Um, I prefer when gay people do it. I don't... I th- so, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, straight musician dudes who do, like, alt covers of pop songs, like Destiny's Child songs and stuff. Okay. And then they try to make it sound... Ugh, like, I don't like those as that. much. That's all. I, that's all I want from a cover. I don't, do I don't ha- want it to come across like you're making fun of it. Do you like it m- more or less, like, if a straight man covers a female song and does, like, Leave the pronouns. Like, yeah, that's what Leave the pronouns. Say. Always leave the pronouns. Because then it becomes, like, a weird... Then it's, like, like... Then it feels homophobic. <laughs> like, I can't sing about a man. Right. I am a man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I am. Sam, I am. Jolene. How do you think Bruno Mars would deal in Times Square? Like as an Elmo? <laughs> yeah, or an Elvis? Not good as an Elvis. You I don't think he clear. would do well as an Elvis. He's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think his timing's right. <laughs> uh, I think he'd do a good Michael Jackson. <laughs> what? I just feel like you don't know who Elvis <laughs> is. <laughs> Let me Google Elvis. <laughs> Elvis impersonators near me? <laughs> no, yeah, this is him. He has the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, we were talking about features. This isn't even funny. 
<laughs> or better yet, you just start laughing. <laughs> Actually, this is really good. Is this his only song? No. <laughs> Doing a Bo Burnham thing. <laughs> this is the Bo Burnham of his time. He was depressed, man. Yeah, no, none of these song names are jumping out to me. You ever watch Lilo and Stitch? Not for a while. Lilo's a big Elvis fan. Not Stitch. Not Stitch. Oh, is Lilo and Stitch in Hawaii? Yeah. Oh! Oh, so they're a big comedy island, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that Lilo and Stitch were introduced to Elvis via Bruno Mars? Crossover. Mm-hmm. Lilo's just watching baby Bruno Mars on stage. Yeah. Thrusting his This is so funny. This is so funny. Stitch, you gotta see this. <laughs> Wally. Is that Stitch? <laughs> she's sad. She just puts on stand up. Did you say Wally? <laughs> That was my stitch impersonation. Wally. Wally. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm a little rusty. <laughs> what was the first Bruno Mars song you heard? Um, Probably Just the Way I... I forgot about that one. What is it? Just the Way You Are? Yeah. I actually had a bit in middle school where I'd sing that song, but I would sing Just the Way I Are. And I would sing it about myself. <laughs> when it was on the radio, I'd sing it really loud about myself. Wow. Yeah. You'd get good laughs. Yeah, good la- real good reception. People are like, you're a real... <laughs> yeah, probably that one. That was like... I'm a little surprised Bruno Mars didn't fade out like all these other guys. Like, that... When he was first popular, it was like B.O.B., Gym Class Heroes. Yeah. Lupe Fiasco era. Right. And those guys aren't really around anymore. He wrote those songs. All of their songs? The ones that he was featured on. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What is Gym Class Heroes doing? Is Travi McCoy Gym Class Heroes? He's still around. On TikTok, at least. (laughs) Wow, Travi has a short Wikipedia. Yeah, see? Oh, his birthday's August 5th. Is that your birthday? Basically. No, it's not. Yours is the sixth. <laughs> I say yes. <laughs> I will never know. Oh, McCoy in 2021 signed with Hopeless Records and released his first single in six years. Is Hopeless Records for people who have lost all hope? And then they... Yeah. They're gonna of... come back? I don't really feel like that's a great sign. Who else is on Hopeless Records? Ellie Golding. Some of their best-known artists, All-Time Low, Sum 41, Neck Deep, Avenged Sevenfold, Thrice, Yellow Card, mm-hmm. Ann Arbor, Taking Back Sunday, Silver Scene, We Are the In Crowd, Bayside, The Use, The Wonder Years. This is Travi McCoy? Yeah. Mm. He was with... Is that his crowd? Yeah. Okay. He was with Feud. Feud You're thinking of Travis Barker. No, I'm not. <laughs> Jim, you have to take a close off. Travi McCoy was in Blink-182. Mm, that's not Blink-182. <laughs> that's Trim Class Heroes featuring Fall Out Boy. Oh, okay. Oh, Patrick Stump. 
Is uh, Fallout Boy one boy? No. Fallout Boys. Why isn't? Why aren't they called Fallout Boys? Mm. But yeah, I think that this label makes sense for him in a sad way. So, Bruno Mars's latest venture is the uh, collab with Anderson Pack. Silk Sonic. Called Silk Sonic, which I love for many reasons. First of all, I'm, I uh, love Silk. I love Silk. <laughs> I love Sonic. The drive-in. Here's here's where it all comes together easily. At Sonic, I roller skated. Okay. I still, I have an affinity for Sonic because it's my first job. Mm-hmm. And you roller skate. There's nothing you can't beat roller skating. It was hell. I still have nightmares. Mm-hmm. But you can't be roller... You roller skate at your job? That's amazing. Right. With cheeseburgers? That's <laughs> the dream. It's romantic, in theory. It is. It's hell, if you're actually in the building. But, yeah. like... But, like, to see... Like, if you're... You're just watching... And it's in a rom-com? Right. So cute. You so, get to... That's that's amazing. You go and get a cheeseburger, sit in your car, and then some kid just roller skates out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. And then Silk Sonic's second song is called Skate. And Bruno Mars skate. notoriously has really good roller skating songs. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's a really good roller skater. It's like, what? He's a really good roller skater. Yeah, roller skating is near and dear to my heart, and I'm really happy that... What's the best Bruno Mars song to roller skate to? I mean, Treasure's really good. Okay. It's really good. I... I... <laughs> I... I'm... I fear you don't listen you. to songs with the thought of, is this good to roller skate to? That's my first criteria with any song. Uh, no, I don't. The most, I used to roller skate to a playlist that was only Vampire Weekend and The Wombats. Okay. So that's, those are the only two artists that I think are, because I don't listen to things wondering right. if I have roller skate, like, but in my head... The perfect roller skating is the Wombats. Right, because that's what and, you've done. Yeah. In my head, it's Bruno Mars and Pink get the party started. <laughs> but what I actually just learned over this past year is that... I mean, like I kind of knew this in the back of my mind, but I never was told explicitly. I guess during the pandemic, everybody started buying skates, because what else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. And there's a documentary film that people were promoting called United Skates, which is about the history of black roller skating rinks, because oh. roller skating is a big part of the civil rights movement and like pre-integration spaces, disco, all of that. So on Instagram and stuff... There's been a lot of uh, trying to spread awareness of the history of roller skating in America. Mm-hmm. And so I think Bruno Mars is kind of, he's a, I think he's a good person to be making skate music. Him and Anderson yeah. Pack both love it. Skate's a great song. It's about skating. It's about skating. you seen the music video? I'm sure you have. Is that the one where they're in the gold room or is that the other one? Uh, I actually don't one. think I have seen it. It's really good. They're just sit and play music while people are skating around them but sure it's pretty good huh they won a vma or something right and anderson pack tweeted like now we might actually put out an album because everyone's been joking like you're not actually going to put out an album you're just releasing these singles and this is that they're it's supposed to release in january 2022 also i was really offended a couple months ago because somebody said 
somebody referred to Skate as a Bruno Mars song. It is mm-hmm. not. No. It's a Silk Sonic song. It's a Silk Sonic song. Because Anderson Pack is fully on it. It's also oh, his song. Yeah. So don't lose track of him. It's not a uh, Bruno Mars song. Yeah, and like leave the door open. And Anderson Pack sings most of it. Right, like it is not Bruno Mars. It yeah. is, but it's he's part of Silk Sonic. Don't call it a Bruno Mars song. I will drive to your house <laughs> and play it for you. Recently at work, Uptown Funk came on, and then right after that, Silk Sonic came on, which also proves that it's a different project because they would never play two songs of the same. They'd artist. never play two Led Zeppelin songs back to back. Thank God. Like thirty <laughs> minute long. Are you <laughs> the worst thirty minutes of the workday? But they played that. And then after Silk Sonic, I went to the back, and in the back they were listening to fucking Bruno Mars again. Like the Cooks? Yeah. Like like out of a phone or something? Yeah, just like on their speaker in the back they were listening to, what was it, When I Was Your Man maybe? Mm -hmm. But I was like, how how have I been listening to to Bruno Mars for the past 15 minutes? Does When I Was Your Man make you think of prom? Yes. My God, it really did that to us. That and uh, same love, same love, which the cracks only me up. two slow songs, neither of which are traditional slow songs. <laughs> when I was your man is a breakup song. Why would you put that it mood into a prom? Right. Are you trying to make someone cry? Yeah. Are you what trying to the- stare across the dance floor at the person you were gonna go with? <laughs> like, what is that? That's such a bad DJ move. Uh, the song Marry Me by Bruno Mars. Not by Jason Mraz. Go on. Not by Jason Mraz. But similar. Because (laughs) I was in charge of making a playlist for a marriage booth in high school, like for a festival. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was almost... Remind me what the marriage booth was. It sounds familiar. You, like, go up and you guys get married. There's, like, an officiant. And you, like, get married... It's not real. Like, you pay with tickets or something. Right, right. You, like, pay for it. It's usually put on by Link Crew or some club. Stuco. Yeah. And then you take a picture together and you're like, we got married. Maybe you have the flowers. Cute. I don't really remember. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, kind of a weird premise. Kind of. It was mostly, like, friends going up. Right, yeah. Okay, sure. But, yeah, I had Marry Me on there. Bruno Mars. There was also that trend of uh, flash mo- flash mobs were huge, mm-hmm. and they would do flash mobs to marry me for propos- for proposals. You That's those? true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. One of the like first big ones I remember was that. And then everyone did uh, the Harlem Shake too hard, and no one ever danced in a group again. <laughs> Oh, there's also Marry Me by Train. That song was also on my playlist. <laughs> uh, Marry Me by Jason Derulo. I swear he's a copycatter. That wasn't on my playlist. Was that you? I was talk- yeah, it had to be you. Talking about uh, the theory that Jason Derulo is actually a virgin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to his songs with that in yeah, mind, it changes so- everything. <laughs> About that. It sounds like he's making it up. <laughs> like he like had he was like really weird about his baby. Wasn't yeah, how we got. <laughs> We're like, mm. <laughs> um, I 
don't think you're the father. <laughs> Poor Jason Derulo. We only talk about him to discuss his sexuality. <laughs> he invites it, but still. Yeah, if he hadn't made such a big deal about his dick. <laughs> yeah, if he didn't do entire interviews about it, <laughs> maybe we'd leave him alone. Who would win in a fight? Jason Derulo or Bruno Mars? Jason Derulo. I think so, too. Who would win in a battle of wits? <laughs> well, Bruno Mars has more experience. He's been doing it since he was a kid. True. What if they just played chess to the death? <laughs> I think Bruno Mars would win. I think he has more patience. What if they were on the same season of Dancing with the Stars? First of all, Bruno Mars would never. He knows his worth. <laughs> what if they were partners with each other? I don't... Well, a lot of... <laughs> Jojo Siwa's opening up that door. I'm just saying. But they're both the star and not the dance. J- yeah, Jason Derulo would be pissed. Right. He, if he, right. Bruno Mars is the star yeah, out obviously. of the two of them. Jason Derulo can dance, but I think he would want to be the star. We don't want to piss off Jason Derulo. <laughs> uh, Bruno Mars has a few Guinness World Records. That's good. First male artist to achieve three 10 million selling singles. I think he had um, longest charting song, longest number one song with Uptown Funk, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure Lil Nas knocked him out. Yeah, with uh, Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember, uh, yeah, I remember when that happened. Bruno was like, congrats, kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Bruno Mars thinks very highly of himself based on his own records. Like, you yeah. read interviews and... You know, interviewers will try to bait celebrities into saying some oh, shit, yeah. and they'll be like, you know, Does your, do you, did you earn this success or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he's always like, excuse me, yes, I have yeah. good music. Like what I've done. <laughs> Bruno Mars is indirectly why I have a Vogue subscription. Because after he released 24 Karat Magic, I was obsessed with the outfit he's wearing on the cover. And he has a song called Versace on the floor. Great song. So I started visiting the Versace website like daily and I priced out his whole outfit. His shoes were like these white deerskin shoes that were like $700. I can't afford any of it, obviously. Also, I'm like, deerskin? Why are we doing that? But uh, like at Versace, why are we doing that? Also at Bruno Mars, why are we doing that? But uh, was trying to figure out if I could, you know, look, look at like, Gucci and Dolce and Gabbana and see the differences in their styles and stuff. So I started going to all those websites all the time. One thing leads to another. I have a Vogue subscription. And I've rewatched the assassination of Johnny Versace like three times. <laughs> I forgot that was a show and I was like, what? Yeah, I just watched <laughs> clips of him dying. <laughs> have you seen that? Mm-mm. Extra good if you like Glee. Oh, okay. Oh, isn't it? Darren Chris? Mm-hmm. Surprised I knew that. Yeah, I actually was having a hard time coming up with his name just now, so you <laughs> got me. Ricky Martin's in it. Who does he play? He plays uh, Versace's lover. Oh. Uh, Daya from Orange is the New Black is in it. Mm-hmm. Cop. <gasps> the only cop that's actually looking out for Versace, because being a gay man in the 90s, they were like, well, they cared about Versace, who's famous enough to... Mm-hmm. That was the thing that people liked. That's the thing that gay people liked about him was that he was so famous that being gay didn't matter anymore, mm-hmm. which is a thing that has been true in the past. But there was, 
you know, Andrew Cunanan, played by Darren Chris, was running around killing people, and the police didn't really seem to care, because they just kept chalking it up to a gay thing. Mm. They're like, I don't know, like, they just get into this BDSM and die. (laughs) Jesus. And so, uh, yeah, so, but then the one cop who was like, we really need to put his mugshot out, he's killed, like, five people. That was Daya from Orange is New Black. Wow. I remember when you priced out his outfit. Still saving? Still saving up. You've gone to a Nordstrom rap recently? Oh, no. Maybe they're there. At least something similar. I just get some red pajamas. You don't necessarily want deerskin boots, do you? No. They're loafers, but yeah. As of August 2021, Bruno Mars' net worth is $130 million. I feel like he could try harder to save Hawaii. I wonder if he's doing anything. Considering we have an elected celebrity ambassador of every small place that the U.S. government chooses to ignore and or intentionally exploit. I feel like he said something or did something for Hawaii when he did the Super Bowl. He has a song in Breaking Dawn. Purple Rain? (laughs) It will rain. Oh, I get his influences, but I'm not excited. Keith Sweat. R. Kelly, Prince, Michael Jackson. He likes 50s music. He likes Led Zeppelin and the Beatles, Stevie Wonder, Freddie Mercury, Bob Marley, Jay-Z, The Roots, Cody Chestnut. Those all make sense. I just, just sucks that uh, well-known abusers in that line of music. <laughs> He's a fan of Jack White. Oh. And Alicia Keys and Kings of Leon. Do you think he got the Kings of Leon NFT? Was that them? No, it was Mumford and Sons. No, it was Kings of Leon. Oh, it was. Ugh. These all. Why is Carlos Santana not linked? <laughs> Carlos Santana doesn't have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno Mars can play drums, guitar, keyboard, bass, piano, ukulele, and congas. Wow. He usually plays the instrumentation or part of it on his albums. Prince as an inspiration makes a lot of sense to me. Absolutely. The Lazy Song is really good. Really good song. Talking to the moon. He does that TikTok song? Apparently. Apparently. I had no idea. In 2018, Bruno Mars donated 24,000 turkeys to families in Hawaii. Is that what they needed? (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing. Was it for Thanksgiving? Yes. That seems misguided. He just released a bunch of live turkeys. (laughs) 24,000 live turkeys. (laughs) Like, yeah, Bruno Mars, you ruined our islands. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Akon calls him. He's like, that wasn't right, man. (laughs) Money and infrastructure. That's what you should have sent. (laughs) Bruno Mars donates rum profits to Hawaii music education. Does he sell rum? And if so, why didn't we know until just now? That? <laughs> Bruno Mars. Salvaray Rum. Legal name Bacardi. <laughs> wow, they have a white one, they have a chocolate, they have a coconut. Why are you not linking? I said click by now. By now? I said <laughs> one click. <laughs> Review. Bruno Mars has so, a rum, but that's not the full story. The rum predates his involvement. One bottle's thirty five ninety nine. The thing is, 
does somebody in town sell it? Because I... Like, I don't really want to do this. I went out of my way to buy that Snoop Dogg rum, and it was just at the liquor store, apparently. It's just at the liquor store. The closest wow. store to us closes at 6 p.m. Yeah, but then they actually have window service, like, all night. <laughs> <laughs> sort of illegal yeah and then like you order at the window which is on the side of the liquor store mm-hmm. and then they have to go have you been in there no it's set up like a gas station <laughs> but it's just liquor you pump yeah <laughs> but you order at the side of the store which is like their stock room and then they have to walk to the back to the front of the store where you normally get the liquor yourself and they have to find it wow and then walk back to you and they have, like, a little headpiece, head, like, an earpiece in. Uh-huh. And you have to talk to an intercom. And then they're like, wait, do you want the citrus or... Real quick, are you a cop? <laughs> yeah. And then there was a guy behind me. He was just blaring his music the whole time while his car was running and he was in line behind me. Was it a walk-up? Yeah. Okay. Not a drive-thru. Not a drive-thru. And then... When I walked away, I heard him walk up to the window, and she's like, Uh, you want your Bud Lights? And he's like, yep. Just a regular. Just a regular. I feel like Bruno Mars doesn't have Twilight vibes. Mm Mm-mm. Maybe Fifty Shades of Grey. Versace on the floor? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's actually a good point. It's Breaking Dawn 1. Okay, so that is... There's room. Does he have Rio 2 vibes? Who does he play? I don't know, probably I a bird. Yeah. Have a conversation about real. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't even know if I've seen a trailer. Okay, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Elvis Press. <laughs> um fuck Mary Kill. Skate. That's what I like. And I wanna be a billionaire. Oh, I- He's really working towards that, huh? Yeah, he will. Song doesn't really hold up. <laughs> Not no, cool anymore. Not cool anymore. Skate. That's what I like. Billionaire. I'm gonna kill. That's what I like. Okay. Probably fuck billionaire. Mary Skate. I'm gonna kill billionaire. See, I'd fuck Travis McCoy. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna kill billionaire. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck. That's what I like. Mary Skate. Skate's a great Mary song. Yeah. Oh, I should have done Marry You. I'd probably kill that song. What? You wouldn't marry it? Mmm. <laughs> what if I'd say. It's said a little too on the nose. Marry You. Uh. Versace marry you on and the floor. Locked out of heaven. <laughs> he doesn't have any songs that are obvious kills. Grenade. Grenade. It's not in his essentials. Really? I feel like that song played a lot. It really When did. that song was out, I didn't like Bruno Mars. So, I don't like that song. And, uh, yeah, I don't like that song either. The metaphors are disgusting. Yeah, no. Actually, I'm glad you said that. Grenade? No. Kill Grenade? It's not cute. The metaphors are disgusting. People actually die in those ways. Yeah. You wouldn't... Don't say you would kill yourself in all those ways for a person. That's not cool. No one likes that. I'm glad that's not in his essentials. Yeah, same. I'm considering it played 500 times a minute. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I haven't thought about these lyrics in a long time. 
gross me out. It's, oh, it's really gross. Uh, yeah, kill grenade. Yeah, catch a grenade for you is the least offensive of those lines. Yeah. But stand in front of a train? Thing. Get fucked. Bullet through black, the brain? Black, black, and blue beat me till I'm numb. Yeah, no, come on, man. They're pretty insensitive metaphors. One strike against Bruno Mars. 